Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Brad Young, legal analyst with Harris Dahl, Fisher and Young. And I know that you're going to talk about Fonnie Willis and that testimony, but you have a bit of a Pop-Tart story to share first and foremost. Brad, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great, Mark. Yeah, I do. When I was a kid, I took, a, I took an, old, uh, an old toaster. I put two Pop-Tarts in there. I duct taped the toaster in the on position. <laughs> and after it cycled through about five times, the goo inside the Pop-Tart started to boil. And it literally, literally created a Pop-Tart flamethrower where the goo would shoot out of the top. Oh, it was amazing. And I must also give this disclaimer. Kids do not yeah, try that don't at try home. it at home. I've always thought don't there's something a little off with you, Brad Young, and I think you just confirmed it. But that does sound like a lot of fun. I'm not going to oh, deny. Oh, it was great. Of course, the toaster was toast. <laughs> you think? Uh, yeah, and I got in trouble for that <laughs> I from can my, imagine. my folks. But it was a lot of fun. All right, so you know what else was a lot of fun? Fonnie Willis in court oh. today. Let's play some of it. You and Mr. Wade met in October 2019 at a conference? That is correct. And I think in one of your motions, you tried to implicate and slept with him at that conference, which I find to be extremely offensive. I stayed at that conference. Mr. Wade was my teacher. I did not meet him when he taught the class. I was standing outside talking to Lisa Reeves, who is a judge. And she goes on from there. Look, you could hear the anger in her voice. That's why I played that one. But these um, these attorneys for Donald Trump are trying to draw some correlations between Mr. Wade and Fonnie Willis when that relationship took place, the financial arrangements, et cetera. But have they put a dent into this? It's been interesting testimony, but you have to prove things in court, and I'm not sure they've done that. You do. And listen, this was a thrown chair short of a WWE match. It really was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because the judge had to get involved a lot. The judge was doing a great job. I was watching this all afternoon, uh, doing a great job. I think but so, literally- too. I told, Fred, I told Sue on both sides. I mean, he clipped both sides numerous times, oh, right? he did. Oh, he yeah. did. He did. He was doing a great job. But listen, here's the bottom line legally. The Trump team has to show this is you boil it all down. This is what it comes to. The Trump team has to show that Fannie Willis was having a romantic relationship with Nathan Wade prior to the appointment of Wade as the special counsel. That's what they have to prove to show a conflict of interest. And here's way, the way she got out of it is that she talked about, uh, Fannie talked about she has a lot of cash. She would pay everything in cash. Uh, she kept cash around the house. She learned it from her dad and all the times that she reimbursed Nathan Wade equally before they started having a relationship, it was done in cash. And so that's why there's no receipts. Now, I know that that's going to make a lot of people snicker and a lot of people say, isn't that convenient? But listen, the standard is the burden of proof is on the Trump team to show there was a conflict here. And I'm not sure they showed it because they cannot disprove her. You know, it seems ludicrous. And she says those part of the story might seem okay. Look, my dad taught me you should always have six months of cash in your house. I didn't have that much. And she kind of danced around that. But she says that's why I had the cash. And she's reimbursing him for thousand dollars, fifteen hundred. She said the least amount in cash was between five hundred and a thousand. I highly doubt that that happened, but there's no way to disprove that, right? 
Right. That, that's the whole trick. When you have a burden of proof, that literally means you have to have proof, not that you suspect, not that you doubt, but that you have proof. And at this point, I just don't see that the Trump team has the proof. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.